Hello. Welcome back and thank you for joining us for episode three of the Unmute podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Walker, and here with me again to discuss and reimagine the scenes in the play are Jenna and Trish from Women's Crisis Services of Waterloo Region. And just a note, if you haven't already listened to the full audio drama, things will make more sense if you go back and start there. Episode one of this podcast is the place to find the full original version of the play. So now we'll take a bit of a look at scene two. You'll remember that one happens in Don and Scott's home. We have Scott returning home from the run. He's overwhelmed by work stress. He's impatient with his daughter Haley about the recycling. When Don comes home, then he gets really upset with her for being late. He uses disrespectful language. He's aggressive and intimidating. You remember he throws that pepper in the kitchen and he grabs her hand, which was previously injured. He then apologizes and promises to do better and they end with a hug. So this scene, I think, will approach differently than the rest of the play because this play is really trying to target empowering bystanders like family and friends and neighbors who can intervene and make the situation better. And we want to be really careful to not just assume that we know what someone in an abusive relationship should do because it's pretty complicated and there's not necessarily maybe something that Dawn could have done that would magically have made the situation better. But I'm curious if you folks have any thoughts to share on that scene on what you saw or anything you want to say about it before we move on. Yeah, I just found a lot with that scene problematic, obviously. He was just so unkind to her. He kept putting her down, accusing her of things like, you're trying to disappear. Why weren't you here to make dinner? And then throwing things at her, but then right away afterwards apologizing and I'm so sorry, I love you and, you know, so much up and down and I could see how that would be really hard for Dawn to know how to react or handle um, because on the one hand he's being so mean, but then so quickly he turns on a diamond, he's nice again and he's so sorry. Yeah, that's a good point, Jenna. And it kind of makes me think about the cycle of violence and how in an abusive relationship, you'll see tension building over time until it reaches a point where there's, you know, like a big argument or a big fight, whatever that might look like for the couple. And then afterwards, there's like what they call the honeymoon phase. So the person with the abusive behavior comes back and apologizes and says how much I love you and those sorts of things, those kinds of messages. And then, you know, things are okay for a little short time, that honeymoon phase. And then again, we get to the tension building. And it's sort of like, if you think about it in a circle, you kind of go through that cycle over and over and over again. The, you know, walking on eggshells is kind of like a typical thing that you think about in that tension building phase. So the person who is being abused is trying to put that off as long as possible, try to avoid that abuse as much as possible. So walking on eggshells, not pushing buttons and that sort of thing. So we see a little bit of a glimpse of that, I think, in this scene. And so, yeah, your point, Jenna, made me think to talk a little bit about that. Thanks, Trish. Yeah, I think this scene is an example of that and how at the end, Dawn seems to forgive Scott because it seems like she's hopeful that that'll be the end. But we see later in the play that that cycle just kind of keeps happening and seems to get worse every time, which I've heard is often what can happen in an abusive relationship, unfortunately. 
given the complexity of the situation, the fact that we don't know what it's like to be in Don's shoes and we want to be careful not to victim blame, we won't give her character any suggestions for this scene. We won't rework it because, I mean, I don't know that there's something that she could have done differently. I don't think that she's at fault in this scene at all, even though um, she might be made to feel this way. But I wouldn't want someone in Don's situation to feel like there's an obvious answer of something else they should have done because there isn't one. So I don't think we'll rework this scene today. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think we definitely don't know what's going on in Dawn's mind. Um, and we don't want her to think there's things she should have or could have done to avoid this because it's not her fault. At the same time, I think the more we are able to educate people about domestic violence and give them the tools and resources to acknowledge when these things are happening you know if we could get her to connect with an outreach worker or make a safety plan then sometimes she might have some tools in a situation before it gets very very violent so I think that's important too I don't think there's anything she could have done or that she did wrong to cause this but I think it's important to talk about and know the signs so that we can try and keep people as safe as possible and and recognize what unhealthy behaviors are good point thanks Jenna So in scene three, you'll remember that Dawn is working from home. She logs in to work late and she's flustered. Her boss, Ryan, is there and he's trying to be patient with her. But Dawn is frustrated with herself and she breaks down. Ryan tells her it's all right and he swiftly changes the subject to try and make her feel more comfortable. Then we have Scott, Dawn's husband, enter the scene and he is kind of over the top romantic towards Dawn offering to make her pancakes. And then that's kind of how the scene ends with the two of them taking a little break from work to do that. So when we think about this scene, maybe it's fine. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's something that Ryan could have done a little bit differently when Dawn was really upset. It seemed like he was a little flustered and didn't know what to do. Do we have any suggestions for him of something he could have done differently? Yeah, I think I agree with you, Kim. Like it almost seemed a little bit like he was uncomfortable with the tears kind of wanted to just move on from that as quickly as possible. I think that he could have offered more support, whether it was from him himself as her manager, or perhaps we don't know all the details, obviously, but do they have through like a benefits plan, employee assistance program or something like that, something that he could refer her to because it's pretty obvious she's struggling with something. And I got the sense that he saw this as like out of the ordinary for her. So something's going on for Dawn. And I think that there was some opportunity for him to provide more support, whether from himself or something else, um, somewhere else, rather than just kind of moving on as quick as possible. Okay. Thanks, Trish. So let's try that scene. Ryan, maybe you can give that a go with Trish's suggestion. Maybe we can take it from the line, hey, Dawn, take a breath, right before Dawn breaks down crying. I can't seem to get anything to work right now, and I just... Take a breath. It's all good. We're not saving lives here. It's just construction. You're doing your best. (gasps) I'm sorry. Stupid Don. I'm sorry. I really don't know where that that came from. It's okay. It's okay. We're all figuring out this whole work-from-home business. Uh, You have seemed really stressed lately, though. Not like your usual self. (laughs) What's up, Don? Oh, it's nothing. I just... I don't know where my brain is. I can't seem to do anything right these days. Oh. Sorry to hear that. Uh, not, not... 
I'm not saying it's true, just that it's, it's a crappy feeling. Are you feeling like that here at work? Sometimes. Though mostly at home, really. Oh. Oh. S sorry. I don't want to talk about it, actually. It's just been really stressful, but we are fine. We will work it out. Hey, um... Hey, Don. uh... I, I know that I don't know what you're going through, but this is me putting on my employer hat, <laughs> saying that I... I really want you to take care of yourself. Okay, like... I don't know, I... Do you want to take a personal day? Get that hand looked at? Talk to a friend or someone? Oh, no, it's okay. We've got a lot to do. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. It's okay to take a personal day. And, and if you need help with anything, geez, I, I, I don't know, but maybe there's someone you, you can talk to. Oh, it's okay. I'll be fine. Okay. But if you ever don't feel fine, um, do you know that there's this free walk-in, it's like counseling in thurs on Thursdays in town. Um, it's not like you have to be crazy to go to it or anything. My ex used to go. Well, I mean, I think she is kind of crazy, but <laughs> oh shoot, that came out wrong. Uh, sorry, I'm just, I'm just saying, um, take care of yourself, Don. I may not be the best person to talk to, but it would be good to find someone supportive to talk to, you know? <laughs> okay, Ryan. Got it. Thanks. Thanks, actors, for trying that out. I'm curious, Dawn, how was that from your perspective? Um, I still felt a bit tense and stressed during the scene because I just don't want to be, like, breaking down this way in front of Ryan. Um, because of how close he is to Scott. But I did feel a lot more supported in that he didn't just try to change the subject. Like, he was kept checking in with me, even when I was trying to be like, everything's fine, everything's fine. Um, he still kept going and eventually, like, gave me a resource that was someone else that I could go to. Um, so I felt a lot better by the end of the conversation. Hmm. You felt a lot better. Ryan, how did you feel throughout the conversation? That was uh, that was uncomfortable. Uh, I'm not really used to having conversations like that, especially with Dawn. Um, but I have to say, it did make me feel more like uh, what a boss should be doing: is checking in on their employees. And I mean, Dawn's my employee, but you know, she's not just Scott's wife. Uh, she's also my friend, and I think I realized that in our conversation is that I actually care about this person as as a person and um, although it was very uncomfortable uh, to talk about I feel like we came closer huh you came closer yeah your care for her well-being came through and you offered him some some great options thanks Thank you for listening to episode three of the Unmute podcast. I'd like to thank Trish and Jenna from Women's Crisis Services of Waterloo Region for being here with us to share their insights. Thanks also to the actors in the scene, Yusuf Zine and Frances Loisel, for playing out those alternative endings for us. Tune into the next episode to keep following this important conversation or find out more at theaterofthebeat.ca.